You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackey Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to help women all around the world create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, gorgeous. This week, we're continuing our conversation about the relationship between your money and your wardrobe. In our last episode, we talked about 10 common money mistakes that women make when it comes to buying clothes in their wardrobe and their style. It was by no means an exhaustive list, but those are just 10 habits that I saw over and over. If you haven't listened to that one, it's linked in the show notes on our website. Go check it out. Today, we're going to turn the conversation around and talk about how to use your wardrobe dollars wisely to create the wardrobe that you really want. A lot of women I've talked to over the years feel like they're stuck in a cheap stuff trap. They want nicer things, but they can never seem to afford them. A big reason for that is that we spend our money on things that we don't love and we don't wear, and then we don't have anything left for the upgraded wardrobe that we'd really like to have. Please, in this episode, please don't think that I'm saying everyone will be able to afford a Chanel suit and a Louis bag if they just stay out of the old Navy clearance racks. That's not what I'm saying at all. I understand that isn't true. And money for most women, myself included, is a consideration when it comes to your wardrobe. But the reality is when you stop buying all the stupid stuff you don't wear or don't even like or buy without thinking or buy because you have to have something last minute so that you're not naked. The amount of money you're able to spend on the things that you really want goes up. That's just a fact. And the easiest way to stop the cheap stuff cycle and get the wardrobe you want regardless of your budget is to stop focusing on price and start focusing on value. Now, if you've always thought that those two words have anything to do with each other, I think today is going to be an eye opener for you. Before we get into it, though, are we friends on social media yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Let's connect on Facebook or Instagram, whatever platform you like. Head to your favorite one and search for Everyday Style with Jen, or you can go to the show notes on our website and click on the link. Come say hi. I would love to connect. All right, let's flip your wardrobe money story on its head and help you create a valuable wardrobe no matter how tiny your budget is. The first thing we need to talk about is the word value. If you've listened to the show for a while, you probably know that I hate the word curvy, right? My issue with this word is that we've co-opted curvy to mean plus size. There are a whole host of problems with this idea, but the one I want to focus on today is that curvy already has a meaning in the body shape slash style realm. Curvy is a shape. It means that your waist is significantly smaller than your hips and rear. It means that you need pants that are a curvy cut. It doesn't matter if you're a size two or a 22, you can still be curvy. So it's confusing to a lot of people, both those who are curvy and those who are plus size. It's the same thing with the word value. In order to not insult people by calling something the cheapest option, we've co-opted value as a substitute. It's the value resorts at Disney. It's the value menu at Taco Bell. It's the value car wash at the place by my house. 
All of these are the cheapest, most entry-level options, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love a good value car wash now and then. The problem is in doing this, we've tied the word value to the idea of price and the cost of something when that's really not the case. So before we move into how to create a high-value wardrobe, let's really define value. I heard once on a podcast, it was a business podcast I was listening to, and I think it was marketing guru Seth Godin who said it, but if I'm wrong, I apologize. But what he said, I think, is that value is the degree to which something meets or exceeds your expectation. I love this definition, and I do think there's a price component within it. For example, is a Mercedes a good value? Well, does it meet or exceed your expectations? If so, yes, that's a value car. The same goes for a Kia. If it meets or exceeds your expectations, it's a good value. But I would argue that you'd probably have very different expectations of the Mercedes simply based on the price, right? So I think it's fair and right and logical to acknowledge that price does influence value or at least our expectations somewhat. But I want to give you my example of how price and value are not the same. Price is the relationship between the store and the goods. Let's use a sweater from Loft as an example. I always use a sweater from Loft as an example for some reason. Sweaters at Loft are usually $79.50. That's their price point. That is the price. The store sets the price and it really doesn't have much to do with you. It's the relationship between the store and the sweater. Value, on the other hand, is the relationship between the goods, in this case, the sweater, and you. How much is it worth to you? That's the important part, to you. Does it make you feel like a million bucks? Is it the cutest thing you've ever seen? Would it make getting dressed easier? That's the value and price is really left out of that equation. So let's say you walk into Loft and you see that super cute sweater at $79.50 and it is not on sale, but you love it more than you've ever loved a sweater and you pay full price for it. You wear it a couple of times each week and it's so cute that you wear it for your family pictures and it's the first time ever that you don't stress about what to wear. And you actually like the photos when you see them, maybe for the first time ever. Now, let's say someone else walks into Loft six weeks later. That sweater is now on clearance for $14.88. And a woman thinks, well, that's kind of cute. She buys it without trying it on. Remember last episode? She gets it home and it's fine. The color's a little off for her. And she didn't really expect the neckline to be quite that high. But you know what? She wears it a couple of times before shoving it to the back of the closet and figures, eh, it was only 15 bucks. Who cares? So whose sweater is a better deal? Well, if we consider it from a price first perspective, the second woman's sweater is the better deal, right? It was 75% off. If we shop from a value perspective, meaning what's it worth to you? Clearly the first woman put an item of value into her wardrobe, a high value item, despite paying a lot more for it. I think she got the better deal. A lot of women think that racking up quote unquote good deals solely based on price is how to get value into their wardrobes, which just isn't true. On the other hand, there are women who think only expensive things can be valuable, but that's not the case either. 
I talk a lot about emergency shopping and how not great it is for your wardrobe or your budget. Remember, emergency shopping is when you are willing to pay anything anything to have something to wear to an event that you have to go to. Usually that outfit costs a lot more than you would spend, but it's rarely something you absolutely love and will wear all the time or if ever again. Anytime you put clothes into your wardrobe that you don't love and probably won't wear often, you're adding low value things to your closet regardless of how much they cost. The goal shouldn't be to have a closet full of cheap stuff or a closet full of expensive things. It should be to have a closet full of high value items. And what determines if an item is high value or not is how much they're worth, remember, to you, how they make you feel, how often you can wear them, how much easier they make getting dressed. None of those things has anything to do with price, whether you saved a lot of money or you spent a lot of money. I want to share a couple of my all-time high-value items with you. The first one was a long sleeve I guess it was an ivory t-shirt, but it was really more like a knit shell. I wouldn't have worn it without something over it. The neckline was my favorite neckline. The color was my best color. It draped really nicely, but it also stayed put. The neckline didn't get all wonky when you layered a jacket or a cardigan over it. And that is one of my biggest pet peeves. This top was absolute perfection. The sleeves were a little bit long, so I had them tailored to my favorite bracelet length, like a seven eighths length. I mention this only because tailoring the sleeves cost me twice as much as the top did. I found that top in a clearance section at Old Navy for $7, but it was one of the most valuable things in my closet because it made everything else look amazing and it made it easy to, to get dressed. I knew I could buy any jacket, any cardigan, anything that needed something under it, and I always had the right thing. That is super high value. Another high value item in my closet is a pair of black pants that fit like a glove and look amazing with anything from dressy blouses and heels to graphic tees and sneakers. They were not on sale when I bought them and I was a little bit hesitant to buy them just because of the price, but every time I need to get dressed for something, I can make an outfit based on those pants and know it'll look good. They're kind of my security blanket pants, which again, there is a ton of value in that. There are two pieces from opposite ends of the price spectrum that show you what value is really about, how much it's worth to you. I get asked a lot, is so-and-so worth it? Like, is premium denim worth it? Or are hunter boots worth it? And I can't answer those questions because they're not price questions. They're value questions. And value is personal. Nobody can answer how much something will be worth to you but you. For example, is premium denim worth it? To me, every day, all day. I have realized that cheap jeans just don't do it for me. On the other hand, hunter boots, I think they're cute, especially I love the little short ones that we're showing in this season's capsule, but I hate rain boots. They always make my feet hot and I can't stand them. So premium denim is worth it to me. That's a high value item, but hunter boots are not worth it to me. They would be a low value item. I want to talk a little bit more about price before we move on to talking about how to create a valuable wardrobe. And these are just a couple of things I want you to really remember and take to heart, especially if you've always been a price-based shopper. 
first, this one's important, price doesn't make anything fit you better or flatter you more. That loft sweater is going to look the exact same on you regardless of how much it costs. So often we lower our standards when the prices are lower. And then we wonder why we have a closet full of clothes we don't want to wear. In order to actually get a good deal, you need to have the same standards for a clearance item as you would if it was full price. Now, I understand that price does factor in here a little bit. Sometimes I'll find something that I think is really cute or wonderful or special and I'll flip over the price tag and I'll go, oh, wow, no, I don't love it quite that much. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that you wouldn't even consider buying at full price because they don't fit or they're the wrong color, the shape is wrong for you, whatever. Lowering the price does not change those things. That's price-based shopping and it's really wasteful. The other thing I want you to remember about price is this. The more excited you are about the price, the more you should rethink the purchase. And if the price is the only thing you're excited about, you should just put it back and walk away. It's okay to be excited about the price of something. I love a good deal. When it is not the best thing about the item. The best things about whatever it is you want to buy should be how you feel in it, how pretty you think it is, how stylish you think it is, whatever. The price is just a bonus. But when the price is the most exciting thing or the only exciting thing about it, just rethink that that purchase, my friend. You are about to make a low value purchase for your wardrobe. I've learned over the years that when I feel a little bit ill about the cost of something, it's probably going to be a a good purchase. It means that I love the other things about it so much that I'm willing to spend whatever it takes. Now, I'm at the point in my life and my career where I can afford nicer things, yes, but I'm also so dialed in to what I like to wear and what works for me and what will get worn or not that I don't waste a lot of money on stupid purchases. It wasn't always that way. Trust me, I have put a lot of low value things into my closet. But over time, I've really paid attention to what I like, what I look good in, and what I'm going to wear. My wardrobe, whether it's old navy tees or expensive pants, is full of value. And I want to encourage you to commit to creating a valuable wardrobe too. So let's talk about how to do that. Remember, a high value wardrobe is a wardrobe made up of clothes that make you feel fantastic, that make it easy to get dressed, and that absolutely light you up and will actually get worn. That is the goal when creating a valuable wardrobe. The first thing I want you to do on your valuable wardrobe journey is to find the high value items that are already in your closet. I know you probably have some. So here's a question to ask yourself. If your closet was on fire and you could safely, that's the key, safely rescue just 15 things, which ones would you rush in to save? Are, are you mentally creating that list like right now? Like, okay, I'm going to grab those jeans. I want those shoes, whatever it is. Those are your valuable items. If you say, I wouldn't waste my time, it can all burn. Guess what, friend? You don't have anything of value in your wardrobe. If nothing is, is of value to you, if nothing means something to you, chances are it's a lot of low value stuff. Another question to ask yourself, and this one is really best done in your closet, looking at your clothes, but flip through each one and ask, if this was destroyed in a freak laundry accident, or if I lost this, would I be sad? 
Not, would you be sad that you're out the money? That's a separate issue. But if you didn't have that specific thing, would you be upset that you lost that specific thing? I would be sad if my high value things were gone because it was a, it would be a struggle to replace them, not from a monetary perspective, but from how, how much value they have to me. So once you've defined what your high value items are, you need to understand why they're valuable to you. Is it because they look great on you? Is it because they make getting dressed easy? Is it because you just feel so stylish in them? Understanding why you love and value the things that you love and value helps you repeat the process. It helps you be able to find those things again. Next, I want you to identify the low value items in your current wardrobe. Again, it doesn't matter how much you spent on them, but what we're really looking for is stupid purchases, things you bought and never or hardly ever wore, things you bought but don't feel great in, things you bought because they were on sale, things you bought in many colors and don't wear all of them. Basically, go back to our last episode. That's kind of a list of how to create a low value wardrobe. And while we can learn a lot from our smart, valuable purchases, we can also learn a lot from our low value items too. Ask yourself why you don't wear it. Another question that's really important is how or why did you buy it? Was it a recreational purchase? Was it a didn't want to try it on in store and settled for it situation? Those are the habits that you need to break. Understanding how you shop is very important to, to building a high value wardrobe. Once you've identified the high and low value items in your own closet, it's time to think about getting rid of low value things and adding more high value things over time. You may not be ready to donate every low value item in your wardrobe right now, and that's okay, but at least commit to not bringing in anything else that isn't high value. That is a great place to start. Every purchase you make should be filtered through the definition that I gave earlier. So when you're thinking, should I buy that top or those pants? Ask yourself, does it make you feel fantastic? When you try things on, if your reaction isn't an immediate heck yes, it's an absolute heck no. High value wardrobes are not full of well, I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess it's fine. Sure. What not? I'll keep it. That is not what high value wardrobes have in them. They have, Oh, I love this. Oh, I look good. That is what you're going for to build a high value wardrobe. The second question is, does it make it easy to get dressed? This question is about a couple of things. I'm a huge fan of versatility in a wardrobe. And this question could be about that. It could also be about things like my perfect black pants. I never, ever, ever have clothes emergencies because I have those pants. They make it easy. Third question, does it light you up? Everything else aside, there is incredible value in clothes that you just deep down truly love that just make you smile. This question is really about being dialed into your style, your signature style, and not being afraid to just love what you love and wear what you love. You'll never regret buying the things that instantly make you say, I have to have that. The more of that you can put in your closet, the more valuable your wardrobe will be. Last question, will it actually get worn? Now, the flip side of buying things you simply love is that they have to be somewhat practical for the life that you really live. You can love fancy party dresses all you want, but if you never go to fancy parties and your life is more about working from home, driving kids around, and going to Costco, you need to find things that light you up and are appropriate for Costco. I 
guarantee you, if you ask yourself these questions and you answer yes to at least three of the four, you'll find yourself creating a high value wardrobe regardless of how much you're spending. It doesn't matter what your clothing budget is. You can always create a high value wardrobe when you remember that value answers the question, what is it worth to you? I hope this conversation has helped you look at the money you spend on clothes in a different way. I want to encourage you to bust out of the price first trap and adopt a value first mentality. One of the biggest things you can do to create a valuable wardrobe is to know how you want to look. If you're not sure where to start with that one, take our free signature style quiz. It's in the show notes and on our website. It'll help you get clear on how you want to look so you know what to buy. Also this month, we are sharing more wardrobe money tips on our social channels. So go find Everyday Style with Jen on your favorite one and let's connect. That's it, my friends. I will see you next time. Until then, stay stylish. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to head over to our website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during this show. Go to youreverydaystyle.com and click on podcast to find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our weekly emails. We won't spam you, but you will get style tips and links to some of our favorite products to help make it even easier to love the way you look. You deserve that.